now.
And we are live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's nine o'clock once again on the Sunday evening. We are standing room only PH. This is me, Happy Palania, with my co-host Meg Peralta, Bonito Gregorio, and Luis Boot. Uh, so, so nice of you guys to join us again this evening. Um, we have uh, three very special guests that we'll have on the show today. Uh, but before we go to that, uh, Migs, care to share with us, share to our viewers what uh, transpired in last week's episode. Yeah, so last week was uh, uh, entitled Legacy. So we interviewed two um, children of PBA greats. So we had Aaron Black, so a son of Norman Black, and Jamie Lim, daughter of Sam Boy Lim. I guess key takeaways that we got from that interview was uh, Skywalker Lim is very down to earth. And see, <laughs> joke. And Aaron Black really enjoyed the rock star treatment of being the son of the five peak coach for the Ateneo Blue Eagles. All right. So, Juanito, why don't you introduce our, in, our guests for this evening? All right. Thank you, Migs. Uh, let's, introduce, uh, let's introduce the guest tonight. Siguro, unahin na natin uh, si Migs Gomez who is uh, the former uh, courtside reporter of UE for seasons 80 and 81. And he is now one of the lead anchors of the MPBL. Good evening, Migs. Hi, good evening, guys. Thanks for having me. Next, we have last season's uh, UE courtside reporter, uh, also studying from UP. And sadly, my cousin... <laughs> I'm <may> ask alone. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having me. Uh, okay, lastly, but definitely not the least, we have former UP courtside reporter for season 75 and 76, also a former UP tennis player, and currently a radio jock. Tama ba? For yes. magic? I don't yes. know if it's right. Oh, yes. All right. Bea Fabregas, good evening. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. Okay, so first question for you guys. Uh, how has it been this quarantine? What have you guys been doing? What have you been busy about? So we're a mix. Una ana. Uh, this quarantine, of course, siempre lahat tayo were heartbroken with the shutdown of ABS-CBN Sports. I was lucky enough to have been a part of that team uh, from December until August. So I was working for them. Afterwards, uh, hosting na lang din. I'm doing some writing, producing also on the side. And of course, spending a lot of time with my family. Alright. How about you, Jaime? Uh, quarantine, siguro. For about two months, I just finished my internship for a hotel. So, grad, grad stat na ako. Hopefully next year. Woo! And been working out a lot. Sabay every day. Tayo. That's yung pinaka-importante na ginagawa ko nung daw ng mga k-dramas. So, uh, so Julie, barbecue ko lately. Si Bea, tanongin natin kung anong ganap sa kanya sa kwa. Well, I haven't gotten on the k-drama um, trend yet. I, uh, yes, I, I, I haven't. I, I, maybe I will, but I got engaged. Yeah! Yes! Yes! Congratulations! Congratulations! 
Congrats, it's actually, congrats. yeah, it's been a while though because we got engaged the, like the first day of the lockdown. So, guys, <laughs> um, I've been working out a lot and I guess just adjusting to all, like everything being online now work-wise and like shooting from home, rearranging all the furniture just so it can look presentable for the entire, you know, for for the audience and stuff like that. So it's been, I mean, I guess I, w- I wouldn't say I'm a fan of, um, like, especially because I host and events are just so weird to do online. It's so strange. But also, I can't complain. So there was a period na parang... Parang linalabanan ko pa at first. Na parang, ugh, when is this gonna end? But then now I think I'm like, medj gets ko na. Like, this is gonna be like this for a while, obviously. So, yeah, it's just a lot of adjustment. And um, I moved out of my, like, unit recently. Moving homes during a pandemic. I do not suggest that you guys do that. Medj mahirap siya. Nakakaloka siya. So, it's just been a little crazy. But overall, I'm happy to be here. This is exciting. Thank you, Bea. So that's a very good you. point na for everyone to just be uh, happy with what we have and to continue. And as Bea mentioned something about fans, basically the idea of this episode being called Perspective is we wanted to see what it's like to be a courtside reporter because making this vodcast, the four of us were all fans of the game, of particularly the UAP. So we know what it looks like to be there in the stands, what it's like to cheer for your team. So now, I guess the first question is, paano ba courtside reporter? I mean, I can speak for half the people in this podcast Now we tried <laughs> to actually apply. pero So I guess not... Uh, particular on timing since actually this, our three guests were all from three different eras or not necessarily eras but seasons yeah. in the UAP. So I'd like to ask Bea first, <laughs> how did you become a UAP courtside reporter? Um. Well, you sub- well for, I don't know what it's like now but like seven years ago, seven years ago, no, 12, eight years ago, eight years ago, you just like submit your resume to ABS and just pray that they go through it and then they just tell you when the auditions are and then you just show up so um during my when i auditioned i i mean i was telling you guys earlier it was a long process it was like the entire summer um there were lots of like rounds so like every round so it was um it's pretty intense. So that's pretty much how. I never knew also how to apply for courtside. I understand why this is a question that people always ask. Um, I actually only found out because I was auditioning for um, to be a student DJ also at the time. And they were like, oh, you should audition for courtside. And I was just like, ano yun? So, yeah. So it's, and you know, Aaron Ataide and like Nico, they were the ones who told me like what to do, like who to submit my resume to and stuff like that so that is basically how i auditioned for courtside in 2012 all right so that's one uh, perspective uh, i'd like to ask the same to mix how did how did actually, you become a courtside reporter actually bro um if i may no ipapasa ko yung tanong kay Jaime kasi yung sagot ko same lang kay Bea pero alam ko iba yung nangyari kina Jaime Oh, nga. Oh, yeah, because wow. it's new. It's Ibanawe, like, I guess, I think. All right, that's fair. Jaime, would you like to weigh in? Okay, Migs. Thank you for passing. Back to you, Migs. <laughs> no, um, so for us, I auditioned last year, 2019. 
And yeah, for the first, it's really you, you submit your resume. And I actually did that at Migs's house because he has a lot of experience. So I asked a lot of advice from Migs on how to do the resume. And then they call you. So between those calls, and daming anxiety, parang ano ba tatawagan ba ako? Ito na ba yon? Like, and then they call you. They bring you to ABS. There's three rounds. The first round was an interview. And then you're with the producer, si Mama Ads, and then si Mama Diden. They're gonna mm-hmm. ask you a bunch of questions. And then if you make that interview, the second round is a uh, live. Na this was the scary part. My camera, and then you have to report out of nowhere. Para okay, report something. And you're like, oh, like uh. so. That was the scary part. And then the third part, um, so na cut down na na cut down na yung applicants the third part was just there were what eight of us na lang and then that's when they told us okay you're going to be the courtside reporters for this season so it was really hectic and there was a lot of pressure but yeah i'm glad i had diko kingto but i'm glad i had makes by my side na parang natutukoy sa akin spoiled actually mga bro sorry ah pero yung hinahanap kong sagot mula kay Jaime, hindi niya nasabi. Jim, you forgot. Nangingi sila ng BTR, di ba? Parang pang-vlog. Oh yeah, video, sorry. Yun. They asked for video. Oh. Vlogs. So that's the new thing na pala. Interesting. Yeah. You know, yeah kasi di ba, be, they do the weeks, yung, uh, yung more vlogs every week. Yeah. So tenestens, auditions pa. Yeah. yeah, they added that um, to the show, eh, no? to the UAP. Yung bago mag-start yung games, parang may yung pre-game na buhay ng mga players, ganyan-ganyan. I guess I follow up ko na lang din to the question and I guess I can direct this to Migs kasi pinasa niya agad kay Jaime yung tanong. <laughs> um how ano yung weight ng sports knowledge in being selected as a courtside reporter? For sure communication will be the number one uh uh criteria, di ba? Pero yung understanding of the sport whether it's basketball, volleyball or any other of the UAP sports, ano yung importance or degree of yeah, yung weight Mm, you know, if you think about it, uh, yes, it really makes sense na pag mas marami kang alam, mas kukunin ka. Pero mm-hmm. we've had a lot of cases na you don't have to be an expert mm-hmm. uh, in order to be uh, ano ba to, recruited as a courtside reporter. Pero, pero masasabi namin na talagang mahalaga yun, especially for us guys. Uh, sinabi to sa amin ng audition eh, na Uh, let's face it, yung mga girls, mas, mal- mas attractive sila on camera. Diba? Mas malakas yung dating nila as courtside reporters. Kaya kami, if we're gonna get those slots, those courtside reporting slots over them, kailangan mas magaling kami in terms of uh, ma-prove namin yung sports knowledge namin. So, yun na lang, yun yung different perspective yung bibigay ko sa inyo. All right. Um, moving on, we'd like to ask all of you. Uh, you know, being courtside reporter, you have to build a certain level of rapport with the team, the players, the coaching staff. What were the steps that you have that you had to accomplish to build a strong relationship with the players, the coaching staff, and most importantly, also the fans? Uh, Bayel, let's start with you. Ah. Uh... I'll be honest, like it was a little 
it was difficult because that the year I reported, there were seven graduating players, and um, I guess it's like they just seemed they just seemed so much older and they're just like from a different world, I guess. So panon, there wasn't really a lot to connect with, and so um, the answer to that is pakapalan na mukha. Like I was really the type of person that would go to like almost every practice. Um, I really would. And I, I, I mean, I, I, I did not care if I had to wake up earlier um, because there was, there was a time their training was in the morning at like six and then, or, and then they switched to like night, like I would be there. So, um, so you, as long, like, if you just keep showing up, like, wala si magagawa, so mm-hmm. they also see that like you, you sincerely care. And I didn't even, I didn't even start going like, um, when school started, like I started going preseason, like wala pang, like I wasn't even going to class yet. I was already at their practice. So I guess they just they understood that I was dedicated and I, I I was passionate. I was excited about the season. There was a lot of hype to that season, actually, in all fairness, because of the seven seniors. Mm-hmm. So Ayon, I think that's how I really built trust with the coaches. Um I I just kind of like squeezed my way into like every situation and I didn't care like if they were if it was awkward if there was tension if there was screaming if there was a chair flying I'm just like all right cool all right get on so yon pakapalan lang talaga na mukha and like it's it's hard cuz I'd be the only girl there ako lang talaga nandoon so parang medyo ang awkward talaga wala kang kausap wala kang kilala so um yeah I literally didn't know anybody so I just kept going and then, wala. Friends ko na sila. <laughs> you know, Javi, ano, yung sinabi ni Ben na papakapala ng mukha, yan yung alas namin ni Jaime sa UE. That's why people say they love us. Kasi, pinapakita namin ni Jaime yung pagpunta namin doon. Yeah. Diba? You have to go. Namin. You have to go. So, yun. <laughs> okay. So, if, if Maya was able to ease in into the building the chemistry and rapport with the players, the staff, uh, the fans in, you know, just being uh, there all the time. Uh, she said, Jaime, uh, would you say that it was the same thing for you, your experience uh, in trying to build the chemistry with the people you were eventually going to report uh, for? Yeah, I can really relate to Bea. Kasi ako talaga, uh, bata pa lang ako makapal ng mukha ko. Like, so, oh, joke. when it's, when it's comment. True, true. Nasa dugo yan, nasa dugo Coming in, the pressure was actually, it was, there was a lot of pressure going into Migs Gomez's shadow. That's the truth. Wow. Grabe naman yun, bro. Grabe naman kita sa first time mong pumunta sa UA, ah. <laughs> Para tuloy nagda-third wheel si Bea sa inyo. <laughs> Even sabi nga ng mga volleyball players na parang alam mo ka, ang hirap ng ginagawa mo kasi si Mig sobrang tropa namin niya. So, pressure naman. But you know I, I the, the main thing was I was present for almost everything. If if I could every practice. But there were times I just really wanted to be there kahit may exam. I would review during breaks sa uh, sa UE. I'd review, tapos sa commute back, dun ako magdenap so I could study at home, para lang makapunta. So it's just, when they see your level of commitment, it will it will reflect to them that they're gonna start appreciating you. 
Tapos, yung pagkapal ng mukha, you really have to talk to them. You really have to, oh, so ano yung balita sa kabalumaki? Like, you really have to ask them the questions for reporting. And not everyone's like that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, while we're at it, while we're at it, isishare ko lang, na yung pagkapal ng mukha, hindi lang yan dun sa school na pagre-reportan mo na. Pero, ako, na-apply ko yan actually during the auditions. So, during the auditions pa lang, pumupunta ako sa practice ng UP. So, I love it. Very confident. Grabe, uh, as in, di ba, kinakausap ko si Coach Bo, nakunwari ako yung courtside Uh-oh. niya. And then eventually, hindi ako yung nakuha ang courtside niya. Okay. <laughs> May game plan kaya, di ba? Oo. <laughs> de, pero nagamit ko yung information na nakuha ko sa audition. Sa auditions. Kala ko, binigay mo sa UE coach eh. Kaya pala. <laughs> okay, in relation, in relation to it, no? Ano yung feeling that you're representing a school that's not your school? You know, uh, parang you're representing UE, but no, your whole student life, you're actually a UP student, no? So, ano yung feeling? Mix. Bro, it's uh, bittersweet. Siyempre, sa una, tatampo ko eh. Dapat UP ako eh, di ba? Dapat UP ako. Pero at the same time, magiging motivation mo siya na galingan. Uh, mag, mag-report para sa kabilang school. Kasi, yun know, nga eh, hindi ko nakuha yung gusto ko, pero papatunayan ko na kaya kong gawin yung work on even a better level when I report for UE or NU or Adams. And you carry the school's name with you. That's oh, yes. Because they know. Mm-hmm. Now, Jim. Hi, man. Well, Sorry, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, you know, alam mo naman yung family namin ni Juanito Gregorio family, it's maroon-blooded since our lolos days. Like the Gregorios, diba? But when I heard I wasn't UP, I was like, okay. I'm very open-minded. Eh. So I was like, if, you know, Migs loved UE, I'm sure I'll, I'll learn to love UE then. And truth enough, it was really hard for me letting go kasi nga sobrang, I got really attached to the community. And they really showed a lot of love, a lot of support. Uh, throughout Twitter, the media there, yung mga admin, pag nakikita ako, parang binabati talaga ako. So, I'm really glad they showed support for me. And there's two schools showing support, the UP uh, community and the UE community. Okay, so share ko lang about Jaime, no? So, ako, present ako in almost every game because I also work for the team. Pag UP namin mahal na, andito lang, sobrang liit lang ng kamay niya dito. Bawal <laughs> daw. <laughs> Pero nandun. Pero at least kami. Tapos kapag UE, kunyari second game yung UP, first game yung UE, tapos clutch game, I remember this eh, yung Lasal, Lasal UP sa ano, sa, sa, sa Antipolo. Tapos nakadunk si Kobe ng sobrang ganda. Tapos si Jaime sa, hmm, bawal pumalak pa. Ito yan, ito yan. Chill. So ako no, I actually asked Bea, you think you you'll do this uh, same yung magiging uh, passion mo if you got into another school, if you were assigned to another school? I, I, I would say, um, okay, I would say it would be hard for me because I was playing for UP also. So it was parang, parang may disconnect, di ba? Kasi you're like, you're, you know, parang UP fight talaga. But I also love basketball like equally. So I think just I think I could separate like cur- like career and what I wanted to do in life 
because like it was a stepping stone it was a huge opportunity so i would like obviously i'd be like of course let's do this but like in the auditions like they because kat salau got ue and she was also from up and kat's is my best friend so like there was even a point where like they were like putting us next to each other and like what would you guys do if you reported for ue if she reported for up and I said it in front of cats. I only want to report for UP. You know, I I would really prefer this. So even in the audition, I, I kind of made it clear. But yun nga, um, like being a UAP courtside reporter is it's it's incredible. It's such a great opportunity. So you're not gonna complain that parang oh I didn't get the school that I wanted. I just I just feel incredibly lucky that. Because I also had a hassle. Because I had training then, eh. so parang, yeah. I was thinking of like, how do I get to you know that school? So, maybe logistically they were thinking that he didn't have it. So, yon, um, yeah, I think the whole varsity thing kind of is what tied me to it, talaga. So, ayon. UP fight, talaga. UP fight. Usapan <laughs> <laughs> praktikalan lang din na. See, for so migs tsaka Jaime, gaano kahirap yung commute niyo from UP to UP every now and then? I mean, ano, LRT ba yun? How how is it like? May dalawang routes, bro. Una, <laughs> yung LRT. So pwede kang mag uh, katipunan jeep o baka sa LRT tapos yung LRT ride mo it's up until Legarda and then lakad na yun. Yung pangalawa, FX ka sa Pilcoa. Baba ka sa UST, tatawid ka ng footbridge, lakad ka pa, pa UP. Yun, bro. And the second Ganun one seems, ano, ano, ano yung mas madali for you? Mas madali ba yung ano, first one. First? Kasi sa FX, ang sikip eh. Sikip. Plus mas mm, matagal. I, I understand. Traffic. Okay. Kaso si Jaime, nagkagrab yata yun eh. Galing San Francisco. Galing San Francisco. <laughs> Then what happened? What happened was at first nagkocommute talaga ako LRT first couple first four weeks. Tapos nasunog yung LRT. Thankfully, my mom who's watching in the other room. Love you, mom. Uh, sabi niya. Hi, Dita. Sabi niya. Grab uh, na lang para hindi hassle. Tapos yun nga minsan atay. So They sponsored my grab. So, yeah. Grabe naman. So sweet. Hey, hindi joke yun na nakakapagod kaya. Like, you guys have class pa and then it's just, it's intense. It's a job. It's a job. Definitely. Uh-oh. Yeah, speaking of a job. So, I guess I'd like to ask everyone here, uh, what is it actually like, personally, the experience of being a UAP, UAP courtside reporter during your time? So, ako, I wanted to be a courtside reporter kasi gusto ko lang ng tickets. Easy access. Gusto ko lang mabangga si Coach Bo by accident. Mga ganon. Pero, what's it like exactly, that feeling of being there early, being in the dugout, all the way to the final buzzer for 16 games or more in one season? I'd like to ask Jaime first. Uh, why I wanted to be a courtside report. Originally, I wanted to be a player. That's why I wanted to be in the UAAP. But, you know, that time I dreamt of being a player, I was 5'3". Now I'm 5'4". So you know, the high twice happen. Medyo hindi na hindi bagay sa, sa team. Uh, what I did was maybe there's another way to achieve my dream. And yun nga, it was I think when I was in the states, napanood ko si Nina Alvia, uh, rookie year ni Javi Gidi. I was like, wow, parang okay maging courtside reporter. 
since you know, hindi naman ako tatangkad. Yung skills ko, like, sakto lang. So, okay. Like, I'm, I'm, ano naman ako, magaling naman, like, in a way. Tapos, like, when I came here, uh, Mig sakto, Migs was there. He, he became course. I was like, okay, perfect time when he graduates. Maybe I could try to not replace because, you know, Migs is irreplaceable, but to follow, <laughs> to follow his footsteps. So, that's what happened. And that's why I wanted to be in the UAP. Okay. How about you, Migs? Would you say the same? That's why you chose to become a courtside reporter. Oh, naman, bro. Because yung course ko, ano siya? Electrical engineering. Medyo malayo sa broadcasting, diba? <laughs> so, nung time kasi na yun, uh, I had my dark years in college, and I really did not like everything that was happening to me. So, first, at first, courtside was my escape. Parang, di ba, para kang pinatikim na ayaw mo na pagkain, natikman mo na yung gusto mo, gusto mo, yun na lang yung kakainin mo. Di ba? So I was so happy to do courtside reporting. And then eventually, bigla akong na-feel na, wow, I'm so passionate about this. I want to grow in the industry. And eventually, yun nga, nakapag-commentate din ako. So, uh, yes, as a fan, fulfill yung wish ko na I'm there always at courtside. I'm able to tell stories of the athletes. I'm able to hype the games up. So, very complete yung experience niya. Just like Jaime, na palta niya yung dream ko of being a basketball player. Alright. Yung highlight doon is, since we're all from UP, lahat tayo nag-experience ng dark days. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bea, how about you? Uh, why did you choose to become a courtside reporter? To clarify the questions, why we it's, it's why we why. wanted to be courtside and like okay um why did I want to become courtside? This is uh like I mentioned before, I did not know that you could do like this for a living like this. I didn't know that that was an option, um, but I won't say who I was watching, but I saw somebody. And I finally heard a report. Like, you know, like, um, actually, like, Ricky Flo and, like, Patty Laurel and, like, Leah Cruz. I didn't, I, like, I didn't know them because I wouldn't focus on them when I'd watch games. I'd just be, like, watching the game. You know what I mean? So, finally, when I was watching the courtside reporter, I was just like, sorry, I'm not going to lie. I kind of judged. I was just like, parang kaya ko to ah. Ganon. Like, that was the actual thought in my mind. I was like, kaya ko to ah. <laughs> so, medyo na ano ako, na motivate. I got, I was just like, hmm, how do I get this? So, it became kind of like something, like, literally like a something on my list. And I just, I just wanted to cross it off the list. So, medyo ganun ako as a person. Like, I write things down. And, um, I guess I I mean I I wouldn't even say that I was super involved with like the UP basketball journey like because my dad went to La Salle so I would watch UAP games and cheer for La Salle so you know what I mean like I didn't really know like the history of UP like why I want to be you know I, I want to tell this story I didn't know that but the moment I got the job like I swear I just like I was all in. Like, I fell so hard for that team. It was grabe talaga. So, it was very, um, it was a very emotional journey to go through those seasons. Mind you, I had one win to my name for the basketball season. One win, you guys. One time. So, one time. yeah. And one, we thought UE was bad. Yeah, one win. One win. No, and it was in the first round pack. So the entire second round and then of my first season and the entire second season, like, wala po. 
And then, yeah, so it was, you know, so you put so much into it and you see their disappointment as well. So it was just, like, you didn't know what to do because, like, you're just telling the story. Um, and you know, and then finally affected then when people say stuff about the team. Actually, to be honest, like since we're on this topic, when there were so many people watching UP games, I got upset. Like, imagine ang gigil ako for the teams in the past. Like, like my heart broke a little bit because in all, like, in all, like truth and honesty, they had to put me by the bench because there was nobody. Walang tao. As in, oh. langaw po sa Araneta. <laughs> like, as, at least with UE and Adamson, like, may, 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 may tao kahit papano. Nung UP team ko, sis wala. So they were like, okay, Bea, dito ka sa bench. Kasi, ayan. So the players would just be behind me. So I mean, I was happy that people were watching UP games, but at the same time, I was just like, man, how do the players feel? Like, that's how I felt. So in um in a nutshell, I got very emotionally attached to like the UP team. Very, very emotionally attached. I, I don't know if you can tell how I'm very passionate as a person. <laughs> so yeah, like that, that's what it was like. It was such a great experience. It really was. I think back then hindi pa required yung ano no yung sa, sa cheerleading PE uh, attendance sa games hindi pa ta required oh, that's season 7 grabe required siya band aid solution no some schools oh. used to do that talaga eh. I think and I think UP used to do it also before itong nananalo na nagpa final four tapos pa pa na sa tickets but anyway just wanted to no, ask No but they them. were up there <laughs> you were oh, down there ah, so, so ngayon okay, okay. people want that class na because yes. they want easy tickets nowadays yeah. Yeah. how times have changed that was a shout out to all the UP fans who were watching where were you <laughs> yeah, during no, the dark days now that we're here ando na ako ando na ako pumapalakpak sa lower bar we were there we were, yeah. there. We were all there all, yeah, just, all of us in this call I also want to give a shout out to the UP Pep Squad and the UE Pep yes. Squad. Oh, yes. Pep Squad. Nung batches na yon. Oh, oh. Like, even like, because my best friends were Pep. So, if I imagine Gigil din sila na parang, bakit? Asa kayo? But you know what? This, this is the thing. You can't be upset because yeah. obviously the games are exciting. So, yes, you're happy for, like, you're happy that it's full of UP fans. But when you were there, kasi you would have wanted that before those teams. So, mm-hmm. yun lang naman. But okay lang. I'm not naman like upset, ha? You know what I mean? Yeah, who did, who did you beat that one win season? Was it Ateneo? UE. U-E. U-E. Ah, okay. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, wala. No, no one after. We, didn't, we thought we were gonna win in the second round, but like, it did not happen. But you know what? In that season, they were all close games. It wasn't tambak. Um, yeah. I think that's why it was also so heartbreaking. No, the and just like, days, no? They were just like in the fourth Heart quarter. Like that's that's how I can explain. <laughs> like nawawala. <laughs> so yeah, but it's been a while. It's not that way anymore. I meant to answer your question. Season 73 yun. Yung tanging loss ng Ateneo tsaka tanging yeah, win ng UP. Oh. Mm. I remember that eh. And, 14-1 and I won 13 and 13-1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how you know the ito mga to, they're diehard UP fans, man. <laughs> oh, no, man. Wow. So <laughs> makes this a true blue just Actually, for at, everyone's Atene, information. Ay, <laughs> <laughs> <Ay>, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, UP sorry. student lang 'yan, pero ang puso niyan blue. Pero <laughs> umiyak ako no Adamson UP semifinal. Ah. Naka-blue ka nga ngayon, Diggs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, lang balik tayo sa, balik tayo sa interview. Because uh, I, I was really interested with what Bea said. And see, Jaime then discussed it. Now, they were really, you know, and naingganyo sila while watching si Nina Alvia, Leah Cruz. 
could you guys mention like if you have any mentors or any uh you know idols in the field na really inspired you to do what you're doing right now or actually Gusino helping you out specifically so maybe we can start with Migs about this question so meron ka bang mentors idols out there na pwede mo na rin i-shout out tonight diba Shout out to him forever, Tito Miko Halili, man. Siya talaga. Like, from day one, he messaged me. Uh, ano ba yung tinatanungan niya pa ako ng uh, suggestions ko? Kung ano ba yung, ano ba yung okay na... Eh, parang okay na content na pwedeng produce ng ABS-CBN Sports. So parang dun pa lang, uh, naniwala na siya sa akin. At the same time, I also wanted to help him out. And then, nung nag-commentator na ako lalo, Doon pa siya mas lalong nag, uh, nag-guide sa akin. And, you know, I can't, take him, I can't thank him enough for helping me through my commentating journey, through my off-cam journey as a writer-producer. Uh, as a courtside reporter, siguro uh, hindi pa siya ganun ka-active nun. I would like to give a lot of thanks to Pawi Versosa, yung, ako, yung courtside before me. Siya yung tumulong sa akin. And then, uh, of course, sina Miss D, Miss Ada, sina... Sina Derek Abe, Derek Al, Derek Raul, yun. Mga nasa ABS-CBN Sports. Nice, nice. Actually, si, si Miko Halili, gandang addition talaga for me when they made the score. Parang inside the NBA vibe, pre-game, post-game. It was something na sinesearch ko talaga sa YouTube yan after every game. So, Bro, yung ABS-CBN Sports social media account, siya head nun, digital oh, team. Yeah, oh, solid, oh. solid. Kaya so, lahat ng bagong content. Oo, oh, oh. siya talaga yun. Nice. Sorry, go ahead, Migs. No, no. Siyempre, kayo-kayo yung ka-spotlight tonight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hi, Mekaw naman. Meron ka bang gustong i-shoutout na mentor or idol? Yeah, of course. Yung mga... I think I want to add this, the court sides before us, but also the second-year court side. So it was Franny, Reyes, Makayla, and Ayana. They were like the mentors of that group. But of course, all the anchors, sobrang, you're, you're expected to really perform when, so you know, you're, you're basically a team, eh? you're a panel. So with the mm. anchors, sila Nico, sila Boom, sila Tito Miko, uh, I super have a high level of respect for them. And each time you work with them, they're really teaching you something new. Like Boom will, Boom lagi yan, ano, my comments yan siya, almost every game that I work with him. Si Nico, he taught me how to conceptualize things when I write. Tapos si Tito Miko, yung, ano, yung pagka-GVs ng game, like, he wants mm. something fun and new. So, each anchor talaga, they, they bring up some, they bring out something new in you. So, I'm really happy with the entire ABS-CBN Sports, how they help me become the best court side I could be. Nice, nice. Ikaw naman, Bea, anyone you wanna shout out to? <laughs> well, I mean, um, I don't, obviously, they mentioned Miko I don't call him Tito Miko, sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm not that old, but I don't call him Tito Miko. Um, but yeah, no, Miko was, um, a, uh, he really believed in me. Like, at a, like, and when I felt like my opinion didn't really matter, you know what I mean? So I remember when I was doing courtside for UP, he messaged me. He asked me if I was interested in doing the PBA or, you know, if I'm really serious about like sports broadcasting. And it was kind of like a surreal moment for me when I got the anchor um, sports desk with him on CNN, like for a bit. So 
And I was when I I had I filled in for Cheska Leton who got who got, she she was on her honeymoon and so he he messaged me he's like come in for like you know just like an interview they want to see if you can do the entire week and so I sat in I was 23 at the time like CNN Sports Desk at 23 guys like I was so stressed I was just like <laughs> what is happening and he just like. Like the entire time, he was just like, no, you got this. And, you know, eventually, even when I would guest as like the tennis analyst on CNN or even when I was on Fox Sports, um, it, it's just like that that solid belief in a sense that it's like he he saw something that I didn't even see in myself. So like Miko is just like, yeah, like I'm proud to call Miko my friend now because like we talk about life and it's just amazing. But Boom also, who was also my radio partner, it's like, it's weird because like you look up to these people and then you end up working with them. It's like, it's so weird for me. Like, I'm still like, oh my God, you guys are so good. Um, And I'm a, like, I'm a big fan of my fiance. Like, I really am. Like, ne- like I'm not. We all are. We yeah, all are. Like, see not, the ring. We gotta see the uh, ring. Like, not because. <laughs> not because. I mean, you know, he's my fiance, and like, you know, I love him. No, it's just like Angelinya, you know. So that's just um, we really talk about like literally everything. Like, if I find something off, and 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 I but I I have a question. I love that I can just like get his opinion and be like, well, what like what what could be done better in this situation? Like that's how we are when we watch games. But I'm. Like if I see, because I'm kind of the type that I listen to the reports and I'm just like, mm, I don't really agree with that. And he calls me out sometimes because I feel like, you know how you feel like, and then he's just like, no, actually, then he'll like break it down. So um, I really like that, you know, I have somebody that like keeps me in check, but also encourages me. And like the also, as Migs and Jaime mentioned, the entire ABS-CBN like sports broadcast like team, they're just, it's like, it's a great first job to have. Because you're so empowered. Like, it's not like that. In other, it's not like that everywhere. Like, it's really a family. So, I mean, coming from somebody that's worked in different places. So, that's why I think it was just, like, so heartbreaking for everyone. Um, but, yeah. So, I think just that, like, as mentors. And just, like, just my, my the people that I've worked with. Like, also Sina Selena and Billy and Kat. Like, nobody is, like, nobody is, it's not competitive, like, there was never any like, you know, because all girls and you just all kind of want to be like, you know, really, really good. It was never catty or like competitive like that. It was just very encouraging. So I, I, it's not common in the industry to be genuinely happy for somebody you're working alongside that's technically your competition for other opportunities. So yun. Dabi ko sinabi. Eh, so I just want to share you know, So we're, we're just a new... Uh, podcast about barely not even a month. Tapos, alam mo ba yung kilig namin when Nico Ramos actually followed us on Instagram? Parang nagwala kaming apat. Parang, <laughs> we're not even on. Uh, parang sobrang bago namin. Pinalo na kami. Parang, oh shit. Kilig kami. It's for podcasts. Like, he, he believes in podcasts. He loves podcasts. So, thank you, thank you. congrats to you guys. Congrats, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And definitely big ode to Nick Ramos' uh, Fall to Arms podcast. Such a joy mm-hmm. to listen to. Yes, yes, yes. Sobrang fan din ako. One of a kind talent who, you know, uh, knows how to dissect this, his craft really well. So guys, uh, moving on from your mentors, and I'm sure we're all very thankful for 
shaping you guys into the profession that you are today. Uh, but take us into the the daily motions of um, the games uh, during the game day. Are there what 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 rituals do you go through, or what what uh, things that you have to prepare for? Walk us through the the, the kind of things that you do on game day. Migs? On game day, uh, as courtside or anchor? Courtside, no? Courtside. 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 Uh, courtside, when I was courtside for UE, my goal was to ride with the team every time. So I would go to UE first. So they must lalong maaga pa yung call time. Wow. Yeah, I would go to UE. I would ride with them. Para the whole ride, I could still get more information and get the vibe of the team. And then when we get to Moa, I like I actually like this. Moa and Araneta. There's there's a cross. Dun sa may dugout. Diba? So si, si Jesus nandun yung cross and then people touch it and then pray for a while. So that's also one of the things that I do. Uh, I pray for, for, for the Lord to bless our broadcast to empower us to do our best. Uh, and then of course, um, we we talked with the team, with the production team. Of course, kailangan. Ano, mingle, mingle muna, get the vibe. And then after that, balik ka sa, sa locker room, get more information. Sometimes, ito ah, sometimes, uh, people might think we only get information from players and coaches. But you can also get information from what? Ball boys? Yeah. Drivers? Diba? Yung mga security guard na nasa labas, ganyan. May napansin ba kayo? Ganun-ganun. So, ganun siya. Just try to get every story that you can share, that you can add to ano, the... What, what the commentators are saying. Migs, so, pupunta ka pa sa UE. So, galing mm-hmm. UP, kapag Araneta game, dadaan ka muna ng Araneta station, pupunta ka Legardas, pabalik ka ng Araneta. Hindi. <laughs> 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 uh, wait lang. <laughs> pag may game. Hindi, pag may game, usually wala na akong pasok nun eh. Ah, uh, so, diretso ka ng UE talaga. Okay, yeah. Ayun. So, from my house, yun na, diretso ko. Okay, okay. Yun, by the way, I have to say it, no? So, engineering course ko, pero lucky ako kasi nag-mid-year ako ng mga subject. So, nung last two years ko, halos wala na akong subject. <laughs> Swerte na rin. Swerte na rin. I guess also, I'd like to add, si Migs mentioned that it's good to get also the perspective of the bouncers or the security. So, while we're here, if there are any Araneta bouncers listening, we'd love to have you on this podcast. We'd like to yes, know yes. your perspective. Yes. Okay. So, kung meron mga bouncer na kinayang mga security, just give us a call. The men in yellow. Page. The men in yellow. Very noble men in yellow. Kung patron lang tickets namin, baka kinikout niyo na kami sa Araneta. No? <laughs> All right, Jaime, what about you? Um, what, were, um, what were the things that you had to go through on game day? For me, schedule changed our year because they were rushing it for C games. So we had morning games. And can I just say, that was so tough. As in, guys. Sorry, tawang-tawa. Like 10 a.m. game, right? Parang, what's happening? It's high school, eh. <laughs> 10 a.m. game tapos call time mo 8 so I leave the house 6.30 so I wake up 5.30 on a school day and I wake up at 5.30 so parang and then I drink I'll drink coffee tapos you have to talk to the players pa eh lahat kami inaantok so parang 
So, usap. But I think the hardest thing is when you're reporting, kailangan alive ka. Your, your body should be alive. Your mind, you, sh- you should be, you know, focused. Focus is a big thing. And then the toughest thing is tapos na yung game, 12 o'clock, and I have to rush back to school for an exam. So this happened like two times. And sa exam, parang 100 points. So yung uta ko, sabog na, sabaw na ako. So mm. I couldn't even drive sometimes <clears throat> when I leave my, when I leave my uh, car in UP. I go to the church, sometimes I take a nap. Kasi hindi ko pa kaya mag-drive. Sobrang sabog na yung uta ko. And then another hard thing was back-to-back games. So mm. our batch, there was a lot of new experiments. My men's volleyball kami. So after hey. women's volleyball, we'd have Wild. to report again for men's volleyball. And that was really difficult because sometimes I couldn't eat in between. So our FDs, our floor directors, sabi kain ka muna. Tapos biglang the cameraman, hindi, hindi, hindi. An- on na siya in five. On na siya in five. Parang, like, huh? <laughs> so many times I'm like, 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 I'm so it was a do sa batch mo bro kasi may vlogs pa kayo eh. Yeah. Yeah, our batch. Yeah, and daming ganap. Daming ganap and yeah. we're really happy there was a support system like each of us supported each other and despite the hard schedule. So it was a great experience. So you guys may, may tanong na ako for Bea for Bea and Jaime no. 'Di ba they were they're asking about rituals. Just na mention ni Jaime kanina kailangan pag report ka na ready ready ka na magsalita. Do you guys do like verbal practices? Wala. No. Okay. I well, I vocalize in the car. Mm-hmm. But I think also because I'm like on the radio, so I feel like my voice is always vocalized. Um, and because like I was a DJ already when I was a courtside reporter. So I was a student DJ in 2011 and I got hired as a student in 2012. So like I was just like a working student, like let's go, we can do all of this. So yeah, parang medyo, I was talking a lot. Um, but yeah, I vocalize in the car. For like, just to be sure. For me, I dance. <laughs> and I was oh. actually known for this. Like, ang daming clips ng ibang fans na lolo sumasayon na naman siya. Like, TikTok ako para to get the energy flowing. <laughs> I can't relate, but <laughs> I have a question. Did you guys do like the the leagues? Uh, well, sorry, not you, Jaime, because. One season ka pa lang, di ba? And then this unfortunate pandemic. No, Migs, you did, ano, um, like, the, what do you call this? Why am I forgetting? The, the leagues in between, like, the UAP, no summer. Like, the the ones in, in Phil Oil. What are they What uh, are they called? Pre-season, Phil Oil. Yeah, yeah. Phil no, Oil. Phil Oil and the other ones. PCCL, did you guys do that also? No. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, we did those. And that's why I feel like I was super, parang, super practice because we did like I did and I reported for a lot of other teams also like when there was no when there was like Judy um like got sick so I reported for FEU and then I reported for Beda I report like I did a lot of those games also which I feel like helped because it really put you in a position na parang ah okay this is a job like these aren't your friends these people are like seeing you for the first time so we did PCCL also in our season I also reported for men's volleyball but not UPA like oh dyan ka sa NU dyan ka sa Adamson so you're just like like yun talaga like nobody knows you and they're just like oh yung courtside papasukin nyo and I'm just like hi so but those those are the situations that actually 
like strengthen you and make you sharper mm. because you kind of get comfortable after a while with the team and then when you're like mm. put in a situation where you don't know anyone that's when it's like okay what do you know like how good are you at at this job so yeah that was fun maybe ccl kami <laughs> i think sila mix walang ganun kasi <clears throat> yata channel to yung hawak ng preseason yeah, yeah. for, yeah. for the last year yeah yeah, yeah. Makes Pero yung ganyan ko naman na parang additional experience ko. I was already commentating on my second yes. year. So yes. when I started commentating, sobrang nag-iba rin yung perspective ko as a courtside reporter kasi alam ko na eh, yung perspective ng anchor. So parang yeah. dun ko rin na-realize, oh, this is how I should complement my anchor. So yeah. may benefits din. Can I but just when it comes say, to rituals, uh, yeah. sorry, go. Uh, no, go we're it. just so honored to have the guests like the three of you throwing each other questions. Actually, to everyone <laughs> who's <laughs> listening, if you want the four original SRO anchors to leave the call, please leave a like button. Sorry, guys. Ten more likes. I'm kidding. But sorry. really, we're, we're really also happy that uh, you guys are also asking questions. So, yeah. Are enjoying. This is what we want to do. To be honest, balik tayo tayo. Bear ritual. Ritual. Um. Yeah. No. Call time is two hours before. But I remember when I was courtside, I always wanted to make sure they cut they cut out pregame reports, which I feel so sad about. Di ba wala kayong pregame Jaime? Oh, we had pregame. You had pre-game. Pero two reports na lang. Pero two reports lang. So kami, we had pre-game, we had first quarter, second, um, third, and then fourth. So parang, um, I always wanted to have my pre-game ready. And I was the type of person that I memorized that by heart. I didn't like looking at my notebook. I did not like it. Now, OC ako. I don't know why. So, pag first, second, third, fourth, okay na. Kasi that's live, eh. that's happening. But your pregame is essentially like establishing the story of like, you know, like the vibe, like what's happening, diba? So that was basically me. I was always just like saying my pregame. I would record myself. I'd watch it back um, <clears throat> the night before. And then I always had to have my legs crossed when I was standing because I felt like I just needed to like stay put. So that was just like my only ritual. Um, and I needed to like be away like 15 minutes for a bit just by myself. And I just needed to be alone. Like after I got all the information and essentially on the day, cause you don't want to bother the head coach. Right? Like that's kind of like, you know, um, obviously like in the NBA, they're interviewed and stuff, but like in the UAP, you don't like, you, you sh- like, we were told not to bother them during game day unless it's like, I guess, like a massive, like, may nangyari talaga. So, ayun, you just kind of like try to bug everybody else during the game. But, um, yeah, I guess after that, I, I never rode with the team because it's like awkward. <laughs> so, I just I just found my way there. But, uh-oh. but yeah, no, I was there like, I was there like early in the locker room and it got to a point that they were just so comfortable. They were like, no, ligo sila or whatever. And then I'll just like, okay, I have to leave and step out. But yeah, I think I got to a point where the comfort level was like, it was, it was quite high when I was courtside. Um, and iba kasi yung dynamic eh. Pag senior, pag rookie, pag ano. So yeah, iba iba siya. But when it comes to routines, it, that would basically be it. I would record myself. 
And I think that kind of also helped me eventually with like other things that I do. I'm quicker to memorize things. Um, and if you if I had to like stretch and say something on the spot with nothing, like I think that helped me in the beginning. Like it's a good habit to have. Um, so yun. Okay. Uh, actually, want to ask, uh, how are your guys' relationships with the athletes? I mean, were you forced to be like close with them? Did it come natural? Because you know that is actually what people want to ask, di ba? Parang close ba talaga tong mga to sa video or talaga bang after nung video? Lalo na si Jaime, he has vlogs. Or after ba ng vlog na yun? Okay, bye-bye. Tapos na yung vlog, ganun. Or <laughs> were, you, were you actually really friends with, with these athletes? So, I ask oh. Bea first. I was really friends man, with the team. It took a while long because I remember we all went to Mike Silungan's house at like preseason and I had nobody to talk to and they were all playing 2K and I was just like standing there. Um, ayun, kasi nga, I was the only girl there. Wala kang makausap. Um, but yeah, it's like, I was just like, diba? what am I going to do there? But then eventually, yun nga, because I was just always there, they ended up like, you know, joking around with me. Um, you know, like asking me questions, and that's how I knew, you know, and it, and I love that because when I needed them for an interview, they would step aside, like they would, like, and I'm just like, as in, like, it didn't matter who. If I called them, even the coaches would be like, "Okay, lang kakausapin ni Bea." So that's what I really appreciated about the team, yeah. So, um, especially because they were all seniors, so it was kind of like awkward, the to just like call them. But yeah, that was you know that was fun. The 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 second year naman, but they were all gone. So seven rookies. So ate Bea na ako. So I was just like, they were like children. That was Paul's first year. He was 15. I was just like, just colored ang bata nito. So, yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. Yeah, Ate Bea talaga. Or no, Paul's first year was in my in my first year as courtside, yeah. But like that's how young they were. Um and so they were just kind of like, okay, sunod sila kasi wala silang choice. Ate Bea. So, yeah, it was fun naman. They were we were close and I bought them donuts. Um, I always bought donuts. I always had donuts. Like, I just, like... Because I love donuts personally. So, I would bring, like, at last practice of the season. Like, I'd celebrate with them. Like, and stuff like that. So, that was fun. Okay. Mukhang okay pa lang courtside si Bea. Kasi may donuts lagi. <laughs> yeah, I brought donuts. I brought pizza. Ganon. Yeah. Actually, ano naman. Ikaw, Mix. Were you... Lalo na, uh, it's two different worlds. You're going to a new school, new people. New, how was your relationship with the athletes? Bro, nung first time ko sa UE, uh, pag-akit ko dun sa gym, alam mo yung para akong tatakbong senador o congressman, kinamayan ko sila isa-isa. Bro, ako pala si Biggs. Wow. Outside nyo. Ganun! <laughs> Sobrang pakapalan talaga ng yeah. mukha. And then after that, uh, nakita ko si Manong Derek, si Coach Derek Pumarin. Eh, medyo kilala ko na siya. Tapos alam mo yun, sobrang hello-hello ako, formal sa lahat. Pagdating kay Manong Derek, nagpa-picture ako agad. <laughs> Medyo fan ako. also. ganun lang. Uh, just like Bea, as often as you as we are we were there, uh, dahil doon, uh, naging comfortable na kami. Actually, mas interesting yung naging relationship namin with the pep squad and the volleyball players. Yes, kasi yes. Yung, yung girl, yung boys kasi, alam naman, di ba, parang. Pare, varsity tayo, varsity. So, after basketball, wala na masyadong pag-uusapan. Pero yung pep squad and yung volleyball team, Jim, you can attest to this, they're very sweet. So, ta- yeah. sometimes they invite us to their dorms, ganyan, tapos chikahan, ganyan, sapang love life pa nga. 
So, ano, um, masaya din siya in that dynamic. Yun. So, actually, actually gusto na yung malaman, no? kasi you're actually transferring to a school na, di ba, bagong mundo to eh. Di ba, unlike UP, mag- magre-relate kayo pag pares kayo bumagsak eh. Di ba, ito, no, hindi <laughs> mo naman sila kasama. So, at least good, no? Ikaw, Jim, how, paano ka nag-adjust, no? Lalo na, alam ko, galing ka pang San Francisco. <laughs> But now I'm just conyo. Kind of relationships with the athletes. Um, honestly, I was I got really close to all three, all four teams that I was with. Uh, siguro sa men's si Ray Swerte. Sobrang naging bromance nila. Grabe, as in yayain niya ako after. Uy, Jaime, kain tayo. Tapos, lib- sabi niya, libre ko. Kala ko, Uy, Jaime, movie tayo. Libre ko. <laughs> pwede rin, pwede rin. So, yeah, naging close ako with the players and I could super relate to Bea with the donuts, the pizza. Kasi nilibre ko rin sila KFC uh, after, during my birthday, yung men's teams. For the pep squad, yan talaga yung mamahalin ka at mapapamahal ka. Um, sobrang naging close. I, I, I have endless stories about the pep squad Tapos binilan ko pa silang, ano, parang goodbye gift. I got them all water bottles. Kasi yeah. nagsishare sila. So, one practice. Yeah. Binagyan ko sila isa-isa ng water bottles. So, Ang daming water them. bottles. Yeah, Ang dami like, kaya nila. Yeah. <laughs> 34. 34. I bought 34 wow. water bottles. Jim, so, paano pa kaya nung Valentine's? Anong binibigay natin? Sa <laughs> so, Valentine's, tradition namin ni Migs, I gave roses to all the... So women's volleyball. Kasi the previous year, si Migs, parang ginawa namin tradition kasi nagbibigyan siya. So na, they really appreciate you for doing those little yeah. things. And you get closer to them. You know, a lot of them have interesting stories kasi ito, add ko lang ha. You know, people just see the athlete but they, they don't see what goes beyond when the, the television is off. The frustrations, the pressure. Like you think it's easy that they keep losing. Parang okay lang sila. There's a lot going on with that. And you you feel it eh. You see that and you feel it. And when there's when they're frustrated, you're frustrated with them. So these are the things na nade-develop sa relationship. You know, speaking of love for pep squads, Bea, diba you shaved your head? Yes. CDC? Oh! Yes, I did. I did. Um. So you were sharing your pep squad stories and I was just like, mm, I can't relate because the pep squad coach of UP, um, it's pretty strict. Like, I wasn't even, like, allowed to go to practice till a certain point. Um, but, yun nga, my, my, my two best friends um, from college, like, my course mates, were pep. So, that's why I knew what was happening. Obviously, I knew, like, the people in my batch and stuff like that. But um, I remember they told me that they were disappointed that... Because um, the year before that was Madonna year, and they were all blonde, and they were champions. Yeah. And nagwig lang yung courtside that year. So they were just like, parang, she didn't go, like, parang, parang, she didn't go to the practice kasi I don't, I guess obviously maybe she was busy. Kasi nga, it's harder. It's really harder to go to the practice of UP Pep. And you're not, exa- you're not exactly like, it's not exactly like you just walk in and just be like, hi, nobody's gonna talk to you. So siguro hindi siya like naka, naka, 
they she, they didn't get to talk so she wore a wig she was in a blonde wig and it kind of backfired on her not really i don't i wouldn't say with the fans but like with the team because it was a very emotional moment for them to like go blonde right like it was just like they started that trend Everybody started changing their hair after that, right? <laughs> so w- I knew that they were going to go bald <laughs> that year. And I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, are you for real? <laughs> like, come on. May volleyball season pa ako. Kasi it's after basketball. So I'm yeah. there's no, like, I can't. So I was just, I was really, I was close to doing it. I was like, kaya ko ba to? Like, kaya ba ng forehead ko to? Like, anong looks ko dito? And then I, that's when I thought that, my, okay, I can meet them halfway. And that's why I put, I shaved my head and then I put a UP on it. And yeah, um, I regretted that because when I was playing tennis, I had this awkward, like, growing out. During my season, I looked so bad. So I always had to be in a cap, but like there was just like hair growing out. It was just bad. I and I colored my hair red or maroon or something like that. Yeah. So that was pretty intense. But then the year after, my second year, nagpaganda na lang ako. Sabi ko, okay, wala na, nakumit ko na to. So I deserve this, guys. Pwedeng pa eyeliner lang ah, oh, ganon. So that was um that was pretty intense. And like people like people when they meet me they're like were you the one that shaved your head i'm like yes like what? <laughs> it's like that's what they start with sometimes so i'm just like i guess it was it was it was fun but yeah major intense oh kasi kalbo sila eh. so kailangan mong samahan like they kalbo like can you imagine all of them so props to them pero runner up lang kami that year unfortunately i the champion kami that year yeah, yeah, yeah. Yup, the passion though. So, Legit. Idol. <laughs> Since inabanggit mo na nga, Bea, yung moment na yon, having to shave your head and all that, could you share any memorable moment you had as courtside reporter, whether it was a really heartfelt moment na you would remember for the rest of your life or a blooper moment <laughs> na back, back then, syempre nakakaya, pero now, pa, oh, pwede natin pagtawanan na lang you know, in good spirit um yeah no i like i in all fairness to me i have one bad like bad blooper just one like that's the only one that i will consider i mean obviously like you stutter like in some reports but ito talaga yung like ang lala so it was my first it was my no 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 it was my second season already and by this time everybody was just like you know, Bea, I'm not like not to be my abang or any kind of Like even like everybody, like my directors, my FDs, ganon. And I I spaced out. Like everything went white. I don't know what happened. Or 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 what, but I just completely spaced out. And I just remember at one point my FD was just like, Basahin mo! <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, oh, okay. And then, so they had to cut to the team. But you know, it was my pre-game. Eh. So I was on cam the whole time. And they had to cut to the team. And then I eventually just had to read it. So VO ko na lang. But you could see that like, alam yung days, yung parang, yung ganon. Oh, ganon. I was just like, so I have one game like that. The rest were like, okay. But I guess the most memorable moment for me courtside was when I was I carried my 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 one of my best friends on my shoulder in cheer dance my second year. So I zoom in yung camera. Tapos hindi nalalam na nanjan palasya. 
And it was fun because she was one of my best friends. And it was, like, really fun to do. And also, sobrang memorable niya kasi four minutes siyang nasa shoulders ko, guys. Parang sabi nila, okay, okay, go, 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 bayan na, bayan na. Eh, di ba, ang daming commercial ng cheer dance. So, andun na siya, like, nagko-commercial, ang daming gap, and I'm just like, oh my God, eh, syempre, honest ako, gusto ko flat yung chan ko, konti lang yung kinain ko that day. So, nang hihina ako, guys, like, I was super, like, I wanted to pass out, so I just had my friend on my shoulders for four minutes. So it was kind of like it was intense, but that was very memorable. That was super memorable for me. Ikaw, ikaw, Migs, ano mga memorable moments mo? Um, pinaka memorable for me was season eight teacher dance competition. Because uh, uh, that's the first year ko as courtside of UE, and I was caught on camera na nakaabang as the cheerleaders were entering the floor, the court. Then nakaabang ako, I was giving them all high fives. And then it was caught on camera, tapos merong gumawa ng GIF. And then they posted it on Twitter. I, ended, I ended up trending. Yeah. And then yeah. also, there's this picture na they had their pyramid na buo na, yung triangle. Saan doon ako sa dulo? Tapos ganun ka? Ganun ako. Oh, yun. Yeah, I remember that. Yun. So nice. that was very memorable for me. I think, ako, I'm very thankful na nagawa ko yun kasi... I was able to show people that this is what a courtside reporter can do. This is the type of support that you can give, or we actually give to our teams. Embarrassing, naman yung blooper. Season 81, last reporting day ko for the basketball team. So it was emotional for me. Kami ni Dipion. So naiyak na ako. Naiyak na ako para. Okay, sige. Contain yourself. Pero naiyak na ako habang nagre-report. And then, doon sa last game na yun, medyo emotional na ako. Of all the games, doon ako tinamaan ng bola sa ulo. Love it. Eh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There you go. Love it. So, yan. Naging masaya siya. <laughs> so, Jaime, ikaw naman? Tungtawa ako siya. Team ko rin matamaan ng bola sana. <laughs> Parang pa-experience lang once, but, you know, never really happened. Hindi siya masaya. Hindi siya masaya. Careful what you wish for, bro. Oh, hindi yeah. siya masaya. Patulin kita. Patulin kita. Huwag kang magalala. I think si, ano eh, si Franny Reyes meron siya eh. Yung That's Jimmy my favorite. Yeah. Uh, that's my favorite. Also, Judy has. Judy has. This Judy's like smiling. It's like slow-mo. It was so good. But hindi siya masaya. But si, who was the one? Was it Coach Ronnie? Recently, with Billy. Yeah, so, sa PVL, yeah, sa I remember. PVL, sobrang wild yun. As in, solid yung, ano, yung bounce ng bola. Rinig mo sa mic, eh. As in, ganun. Like, oh my God, this is so stressful. But gumawa sila ng compilation ng lahat ng, ano, eh. Yeah, they should. Yeah. They really should. At tinamaan ng bola. Oh, that's a good idea. Season. Dapat pinapakita yung mga bloopers sa ganun. Yeah. Di ba no, nagka-blooper rin yun sa volleyball? Oh, si Jim Bob. Oh, uh, siguro blooper. This one report. I think it was my last game and against NU. So, kami ni Baileys. Um, nangungulit na sila. Siyempre, parang last day of the last season. Last game of the season. Si Harvey Pagsanhan. Biglang may nararamdaman ako sa, ano ko, sa side ko. Nangingiliti. So, sa report ko, gumaginan ako. And it's live. <laughs> Hindi, it's not VO. So, it's live. So, parang gumaginan ako. Nititilt ako ng ganyan. Eh, kumakalit niya ako. After talaga, inampas ko siya sa ulo. Ang bad. <laughs> so, that was siguro yun yung pinaka-blooper ko. But, 
memorable moment. Um, one was my haircut trend. So, super late to Bea. I shaved my one side of the head na UE. So, I posted it on Twitter. Sobrang natuwa yung fans. Pero mas natuwa yung the pep squad. So, when I went there, they really, like, went crazy. Like, ah! Kuya Jaime! Oh my Kuya Jaime! <laughs> Parang ganun sila. Parang, ano nangyari? Parang, sobrang na-appreciate nila yung ulo ko. Bagay daw. So, may UE ako. So, imagine mo sa UP, guys. Naglalakad ako. Yes! Ayaw! May UP dito. Na May yung guard pa. Sino ba itong, ano? Kuya, ID mo. ID mo. So, yun yung mga memorable stories ko. Ayun. So, actually, thank you guys. Ano, pero, siguro last, uh, well, hindi naman last. Um, let's go off topic a bit. Uh, not really courtside uh, related. Let's talk about your NBA predictions for the last <laughs> part of the NBA. So, hindi siya masyadong related, no? Pero I just wanna know, guys, who do you think will win the championship or this round? Or who will enter the championship? Siguro, let's start with Migs. Akala ko, you wanted to start with Bea. Kaso lang, yung Spurs, wala na eh. Sorry, Bea! Tanggap ko naman, guys. Okay. Grabe. Bro, I watched game one. I think it's Lakers in four. Lakers in four against the Nuggets. And then, I want Heat Celtics to go seven. Grabe yun. Ganda ng matchup na yun. I think it's Heat in 7. And then finals, Lakers in 6. Okay. Not far from our prediction as SRO. No? <laughs> Pinredict nga natin yung Clippers eh. Kaya wala tayo <laughs> sa credibility. <laughs> kaya nagingin tayo ng opinion ano sa iba eh. Ako lang nagsabi eh. Kung aabot sa Game 7, Denver yun. <laughs> kung, mag, kung mag 3-1, Denver. <laughs> <laughs> kung mag 3-1, Denver. Ay, me, ikaw, anong predictions mo at wala na yung Golden State? Oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm oh, a big Spurs fan since, you know, I grew up parang dun ako for a while. But right now, I see Lakers, definitely. Lakers in 6 or 7. And then... Against the Nuggets? Yeah, agree ako kay Migs na Heat will win in Game 7. Kasi the way I see it, mas madaming veterans yung Heat. And I think Boston just, they lack a sort of experience that the Heat has. So, yeah. Heat versus Lakers NBA Finals. But can I just say, Warriors next year, they're gonna be loaded again, man. Mm. Yeah. We're gonna make the Finals next year. <laughs> Kaya nga, ina-enjoy na namin Lakers fans, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Abang pwede pa. Abang pwede pa. Who will win the championship, Jim? Heat. Oh, wow! Heat. Nice. The championship. In how many games? That's- Interesting. Pa- parang nangalahati viewers natin. Ah. <laughs> Bro, they're gonna, they're gonna bring you down on Twitter. Uh, so, I will personally message the five of you when Heat won. I like, I don't. Heat in six or seven. Heat in six. Wow. That's new. That's new. So, guys, we heard it first here in SRO. Heat in six in the finals from Jaime Ascalon. So, kung tama siya, babalikan natin tong video na to. <laughs> yeah, how about you? What are your NBA predictions for the next round? Uh, I, I guess after game one of the Lakers and Denver, um, I mean, Denver looked so, sorry, they looked so young, no? 
Parang, oh my gosh, they, re- they really look like they were bullied in that game. Naawa ako ng slight because like, their journey was like, you have to appreciate what they've done. Yeah. But I don't think it'll... I don't think it'll be a sweep. I feel like maybe they can get a game off the Lakers, like maybe like four one, you know, because yun nga, parang I guess there's a grit to them, and um, maybe they can just adjust and like ma- like figure it out for a bit. But the Lakers ultimately will take that. Um, I think the Heat will also win against Boston. Like they bear Boston like blew a lead earlier like they barely made it out of that one you know what was it like was it like 20 points at at one point um and then big long it was so close in the end so i was just like yeah they won that game but really they could have won it in a better way you know what i mean like at least with more more like a boost in their morale so i think the heat will take that but i think the lakers are gonna win this year i really think they are i'm not good with like in six, since I'm not good with stuff like that, but I think you know, after watching the Lakers throughout the mm-hmm. bubble, um, like there are games na parang chill sila, eh, no? na parang ano yeah. But like when they're just there, it's like ah okay, go na sila. They're they're like super. You can't stop them. It's just like this train that's like going. So yeah, um, I'm I'm not cheering for them, but I would be very happy if obviously if the Lakers won because Nico will be very happy. But yeah, ang saya ng bubble though. Like, na enjoy ko talaga. Yeah. Like, na enjoy ko talaga siya. It's a different siya. experience for the Super. NBA fans. It's a Super. Experience. It's an interesting experience. Obviously, I mean, I'm sure they're like so sick of each other and they're like tired of being there. But, um, ang, ang galeng, ang husay. So, yeah, I think the Lakers will win. Additional so, question for Naya. Uh, do you think the Spurs are getting back in the playoffs next year? Mm-hmm. Do I think the Spurs... Well, we all... We, I mean, we technically almost kind of sort of made it. <laughs> Slight. I mean, we didn't have um, LaMarcus. But I think... Well, one, I just want to know if Pop will just... Will, will still be yeah. there. Like, that's my first concern. Mm-hmm. Like, I was very alarmed when I saw all of these random tweets. Like, Brooklyn? Like, what? So I was, like, very upset about that. Um... But yeah, so I just kind of want to make sure that Pop is there. And I think we're just kind of like building right now. It's sad that the streak died, but they're they're a good team. They are, they are. They are, they're a good team. So um if they don't make it back into the playoffs, like I wouldn't I wouldn't like I wouldn't panic too much because like guys, we've been there for like 20 years. Like they deserve to kind of rebuild also. So that's why I didn't feel so bad that they didn't make it. Like it was weird for me to not see them in the playoffs. But also I'm just like, it's okay. Like they're going through some stuff. So yeah, I think it's a great young team. Like I really think it's like a great young team. And they played well in the bubble. So like that, you know, and even Pop said, like he was just very happy with the effort that they put out. So like if Pop's happy, I'm happy. So you know, <laughs> yeah. But ayon. I'd be very interested to hear a game, a Spurs game, commentated by Bea. My God. A Spurs Lakers G. game commented by Bea and Nico. Oh, we watched we watched that like my first first game was against the lakers and that's why it was so perfect i flew to san antonio i was like okay this is like my exp- only experience was against the lakers and they freaking lost and nico was like celebrating and i was just like what I was so upset. Like, I was so upset. Because I was just like, this is my moment here, you know? But, okay, lang. I, I met Pop. I shook his hand. Like, Ooh, I'm good. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I, 
It was an out of body experience, guys. How long like, before you washed your hands again? It it was a while. Like oh my god, <laughs> like you know, okay, the like tayo courtside, we go around like the 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 Araneta mo, guys. I was like in the freaking AT&T center. Umiikot ako don, parang taga don ako, and I was just like, this is so cool. But I had to keep my chill because I was there as media, obviously. So I couldn't like, you know, lose. My, I had to like write an article and stuff. So I was just like, okay, I'm like super professional here. But I had Nico <laughs> next, you know, like he was next. That was my first kind of like NBA experience. So it was a little, it's very overwhelming. Like you're just walking because I watched, I watched Chicago and Dallas. And then like at one point, like I was walking and then I bumped into Dirk and I was just like, it's Dirk Nowitzki. Wow. Ganon. Yeah, it was super fun. It was super, super fun. But yeah, I met Pop, but no pictures. It was just recording. And so, um, yeah, so we talked to him for a bit because he, like, they pointed, like, obviously we weren't from there. And so we, when we talked to him, like, Nico asked him a question and I was just like, it's very nice to meet you. And, like, <laughs> so were you able to experience his sarcasm? Um, he was okay. So this is so, what's so interesting, right? So no, um, Luke Walton was the coach. This was 2018. So Luke Walton did his pregame interview with the media, um, for the Lakers, and then it was Pops, right? So Pops was in a separate room, and they said no photos, no videos. Okay, when we all got there, it took like a good two minutes. Nobody was asking anything, and I was just like. Aren't these people like the regular reporters, like the beach reporters of the Spurs, and the, like, walang nagtatanong, takot sila guys. So it's like it's real, like it's super legit. Like I was just like, well, I ain't asking the first question. I was just like, hello, take the lead, naman kayo dito, parang ganon. So it took a while, and so we asked the last question. Like Nico was able to kind of just like like sneak it in, cause paano ba? It was a game in March, and like there wasn't really like they were losing that season. Kawhi was on the bench, like there wasn't really a lot to kind of ask. So I didn't really want to like throw in like. Like a stupid question, you know. Even if I wanted to ask him a question, so Nico asked him lang like, "How much do you enjoy these wonderful pregame interviews?" Like he was just like, "I'm gonna like set this up for you. How much do you enjoy stuff like this?" And then we had said we were from the Philippines, and then he was super kind. He was just like, "What? You flew here for one game?" And I was like, "Yes, we did. We flew here for one game. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here." It was just like, yeah, it was really really cool. So yeah, but that's what I noticed. It took a while for the re- actual reporters to ask him a question. So I guess he's just like super respected, and you don't really know what his mood is. Cause like scary sha, scary sha. Like I was like this close to him, so I was just like, oh my god. So ayon, that was fun. That was fun. Well, solid experience. Actually, feeling ko ako rin. Ako nga, nanonood lang kay Pop. Takot na eh. Diba? So, what more? What more kaya yung katabi mo pa, diba? Super wild. Ako, But, actually, yeah, feeling I... ko, mapaflatter ako eh. Kapag nagtanong ako ng bobo question, tapos tinarayan niya ako. Kailig ko, kikiligin pa rin ako eh. Yeah, diba? Like, that's it. You know, it's fine. Kung mabara ka, okay lang. But at least safe to say, Pop is staying because uh, Luis is now happy that Steve Nash Is the coach of Brooklyn? Yeah, guys, so, you guys better watch out. The Canadian goats back in the NBA. He's gonna take everyone. He's gonna turn KD into the MVP. I love Steve again. Nash. Exactly. What's there to hate? Have a relationship Nash. to show with KD. Exactly. Mm. He established <laughs> that with the Golden State Warriors, and now he's gonna bring Brooklyn to the promised land and bring the best out of Kyrie Irving. That's all from SROPH. Thank I you, actually, Steve Nash. I love Kyrie. I love Kyrie. <laughs> 
Yo, actually, yeah, before we wrap up, no, I just want to uh, give a shout out to the people who watch. Uh, actually, surprisingly, we have a lot of viewers tonight, especially from UP. Uh, mga, ano, Bam Manahan. Hi. Uh, Daimong fans. Hi, Mia. Christopher Cabico. Yeah. Si Gerardo Estenlabar. Si Enrico Pagia. Shout out naman daw. Uh, hi, Mek. At saka kay Christine Roa. Shout out mo naman daw. Hi, Nakas. I mean, we are. <laughs> kay ano, Ian Galero. John Naval. Uh, hello, guys daw. Especially to the guests. Bea, Jaime, and Migs. Kay Enet Julian Bugtong. Uh, John Naval. Tristan Trijos. Napakagwapo daw ni Migs. Jaime at Juanito. Well, you know, talaga pagklaret. Migs, ba't ka nakangiti? A- akong mix yata pinag-uusap. <laughs> <laughs> Gusto ko yung ganun ni Juanita. May pa ganun eh. <laughs> okay, Anne Heron, Trina Saavedra, uh, BG Ramos, uh, good evening sa'yo, BG, uh, Rosh Cortez, wow, dami na ating watchers, ang surprising. Ria Ramirez, uh, hi tau. Grabe naman yung surprising league. Grabe naman yung Kasi pili ko walang nanonood sa akin eh. <laughs> Gregorio Ascalon, who is Jaime's mom and my tita. Hello, po, tita. Hi, tita. So, and to all the viewers, I don't think I can I can greet everyone because there are a lot of messages. Good evening, sayo. guys. Thank you for watching. Thank this you is for your support. Solid thank episodes. You, thank you. Uh, obviously, hindi hirap magsalita tong tatlo because they've been in front of the TV. <laughs> so being in front of the laptop is way easier for them. So I'll bring it uh, to Javi. Yeah, um, guys, thank you so much again for uh, spending time with us uh, this Sunday evening. We're very blessed and honored to have you guys as our guests for uh Episode 5 of Standing Room Only PH, uh, entitled Perspective. Maybe uh, parting words lang, uh, for our viewers, guys. Um, being uh, courtside reporters, especially from different times in the UAAP, um, I think naman na we all agree that these uh, your foray into courtside reporting has uh, opened up a lot of doors and opportunities for you guys, which I, which uh, a lot, which the three of you are currently enjoying uh, to this day. Uh, what are your tips uh, to future uh, aspiring courtside reporters? Ladies first, Bea. Tips. I always, this is always such a difficult question. It really is. Um, but I, I'm just going to keep it simple because I really believe in hard work. Like, hard work works, man. And um, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard to navigate when you're really going for something and it isn't necessarily working out the way that you hope that, you know, I mean, it's not happening at, the, at a certain time, like the timing is all off. Um, like, I just want to encourage you guys to just like really just keep going, because if I'm going to be honest, like when I entered courtside, it was a huge opportunity, but I nobody was watching my games like nobody was watching. Everybody was watching the other schools. Um, and I had to make sure that didn't affect me because I wasn't there 
to to make to have a lot of people watching i was there to do a good job so if you're you know if your work is solid and you know your principle and your values of what you want to do then i think the doors will open eventually and the right doors and i also want to say this there is really a lot of room for lots of people to succeed like like you don't have to get stressed that those opportunities that you wanted aren't happening for you. You know what I mean? Like there is so much room for people to like succeed and for you to succeed as well. And I had to learn this kind of like the hard way, like as I matured, but it, I came to a point where I'm just like, if something great is happening for somebody like that's a host like me or in sports broadcasting, I'm genuinely happy for that person because there's absolutely no point in being like, why didn't I get that? Or like, I'm better than this or this and that. You just stay in your lane and you just keep doing it. You know what, what you want to do. You just keep grinding it out. So that's all that I want to say. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess to really just like check yourself, align yourself with what you want and be patient. And work hard. And that's what But yes, this is really what I believe. Oh. Oh, great tips for the aspiring uh, courtside reporter in the future from uh, none other than the, the Bay of Fabregas. What about uh, the guy from the Bay Area, Jaime Escalon? What would you, uh, uh, what will be your words of wisdom to aspiring courtside reporters? Um, if BS was hard work, mine would be dream big. And it, it really starts with a dream and you, you have to have that courage to take that first step in chasing that dream. And that's maybe submitting a resume, uh, showing up, taking classes to improve. You just have to dream big. And I guess trust your talent. Tito, this is one of Tito Miko's favorite saying, trust your talent. Sorry, Migs, I thought I was But trust your talent because... Well, it's you really have to trust what you have, what you could bring to the table. So, you know, for whoever is watching, just keep dreaming. Don't don't be afraid to dream. Perfect. All right. Um, Megs. You know, palaki ko. Oh, sige. Um, <laughs> so yeah, tama si Jim. Uh, actually, Jim said number one, trust your talent. Bea said number two, hard work or do the work. Those are the two things that Tito Migo told me. So, babalikan naman tayo sa kanya. <laughs> Ang idadagdag ko lang is, uh, everyone, keep the faith. Uh, let's keep on praying. Let's keep on believing in God's plan to us. Uh, a lot of people might be in different uh, challenges, with different challenges right now. We have difficult situations. Pero we have to trust the Lord na lahat ng pinagdadaanan natin part ng plan niya. And eventually, if we keep on believing and we keep on uh, keep on believing, we will be fulfilled with everything that's happening with us. Tapos eventually, mahanap natin yung passion natin, mafeel natin na gusto natin yung ginagawa natin. And then when we get there, of course, seize the moment. Sabi ni Bea, hard work. So, yun lang yun. Let's, let's continue to live life, uh, journey with the Lord, and uh, enjoy it to the fullest. Thank you, Mix. Great. Actually, that was super inspiring from all three. It actually makes me want to apply again to be a courtside reporter. Pero sana talaga hindi kailangan yung whole body picture sa application. Medyo pass na ako doon. Uh, for our viewers, we'd also oh, like to... Pwede pa graduate. Pwede pa ako. Diba? 
we'd like okay. to plug our next episode. Today was perspective. Actually, next week, yes. we already confirmed our guest. We're having our episode called Queen, where we'd like to highlight women's sports. And our guests are Jack Aninam. She's a multiple champion for NU and the Philippine national team. And we also have SEA Games gold medalist Agatha Wong joining us for the episode entitled Queen next week. Javi? Solid. All right. Uh, thank you for uh, that up- update, Luis. Again, we'd like we'd like to thank our guests for joining us in tonight's episode, guys. Um, you have uh, people to greet, mga Anybody? I'm I'm sure you you guys have uh, people to greet. Hi, man. Please support. Please support JT's Kalaya. And so if you want to have your in a cell fix, make sure to go to those two places. We'll serve it hot, we'll serve it fresh. Yeah. Okay. I'll just I'll just give a shout out to number one, you sports fans out there. Alam kung nahirapan tayo lahat, pero kapit lang. Pabalik lang sports, pro sports is coming, amateur gu- the amateur guidelines, is, they're coming as well. Uh, Commissioner Kenneth Duremdes announced na kapag pumasok na rin yung guidelines for amateur leagues, MPBL will push through with the bubble itself. So let's be excited about that. Also, shout out again to ABS-CBN Sports. Sa lahat ng mga taong nagtrabaho behind it, lahat ng mga kapamilya namin, maraming maraming salamat sa inyo. Mahal na mahal namin kayo. All right, Bea? Um, yeah, no, I think, I mean, obviously, we've been talking about sports and courtside, and it's all been very, very fun. But al- also, we know that um, it's September and we are like way into a pandemic. So <laughs> um, I guess I just want to encourage people that maybe that have been having, um, I guess, like, it's it's kind of like shifts, you know, you have great weeks, you have really bad weeks, then you have a great week, then you have another really bad week. And I guess that we're all just kind of figuring things out along the way. And if there's anything that I'm learning about myself is that you don't have to, like, you also deserve, like, a good break. And you, you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself because nobody knows what they're doing at this point. Like, you, you know, it's like, you're just really, tr- like what Meg said, you're trusting God and you're you're taking each step and one day at a time so i just want to encourage like this you know people ha- that have dreams that are on hold you know people that um that are bored out of their minds actually just as basic as that like even the students like you know my siblings are doing online class honestly i was thinking about it and like i have no idea <laughs> how like right? you shout out to ella yeah, shout out to Ella. Like, I grab it, my, my sister. Like, just to all the students also. If you guys are, like, watching maybe on a Sunday night and just trying to unwind. But, yeah, just, I mean, that's it's true. Like, really keep the faith. And um, also, thank you for, for having me. It, I, oh, I, you. I was actually shocked because, I don't know, like, it's been eight years since my first year as courtside. So, I haven't talked about courtside in a while. So, it was a really good experience for me, like, to reminisce. So, thank you so much. Thank you're up, you. thank you very much also again for being here. Hi, man. Uh, uh, any greetings? Any shout outs? Um, for me, yeah, again, I want to thank ABS-CBN Sports for the opportunity to live my dream. And to really for all the dreams that was lived through ABS-CBN Sports and ABS-CBN. 
So, eternally grateful for that. But I guess since most of our viewers are from UP, uh, yeah, reminder that, you know, online classes is hard. So don't forget to take breaks, to check on your mental health, and to take it easy. It's, it's hard. Because I, I just finished my first week uh, for online classes and Good no job. <laughs> it was it was a long week it's exhausting <laughs> no it exhausting. I, I can imagine so just hang in there uh sama sama tayo get through this together all right. all right thank you thank you so much guys um uh again to our viewers uh, i hope you guys uh, were able to draw up uh from the experiences of our three courtside reporters, uh, Jaime, Migs, and Bea. Uh, guys, thank you again on behalf of the team for joining us. Uh, we can't thank you enough. I think it's been a million thank yous since the start of the call. <laughs> um, and we're just really blessed to have you here on our uh, small and uh, growing <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's a community. Well, it's going to grow. It's a community. It's a community. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um uh, if uh we're all already done uh, with uh our questioning for today and for this episode, that's been it already. Um, thank you again, guys, uh, Migs, Bea, and Jaime for joining us tonight. Um, guys, don't forget to follow us on our social media accounts. Uh, on Instagram, we are at SROPH. And on Facebook, we are www.facebook.com slash SROPH. And uh, for me, uh, Javi Palanya, Migs Peralta, Juanito Gregorio, and Luis Boot. Uh, this has been Standing Room Only PH, Episode 5, Perspective. Over and out.